1: everyone and welcome to the second episode of my podcast. My name is Darren Connell and thank you very much for joining me uh, last week. I thought it was fantastic, very surprised at how well it went and it was pretty um, therapeutic for me as well. So uh, it's pretty cool that I've got my pal Paul here directing, producing, alright Paul?
2: Alright mate, I've got a mic this week.
1: Yes. You can hear me. The people spoke <laughs> and told yeah. us to get Paul a mic, So that was a good laugh last week, wasn't it?
2: It was, mate. It was a uh...
1: many subject uh, subjects covered. I still can't fucking speak. By the way, we'll get there eventually. I've no left the house in nine months. The only people I've spoke to is Mama, my, ma, my Dad, uh, a couple of my mates, and Paul. So I'll be able to string <laughs> a sentence together. We'll get there. Um, so. Aye, thank you so much for tuning in again, I I loved last week, Uh, just spoke for the heart, tried to have a laugh, we're we're getting there as well, like I said last week that, you know, a poster never get made, we've made a poster now, which I thought was shit hot, I was going to bring a laptop to make it look more professional but I've just got the notes on the table because my laptop is cake in spunk because I've because
2: no- <laughs> of these nine months <laughs> you have been covid covid come
1: I say I say nine months basically since I've been 14 I mean <laughs> <laughs> what else would you use a laptop for That maybe that's why I'm a fucking failure in life but I've, I've kept my notes in front of me I've got my monster my water my phone and uh, next week I'll I'll have a laptop there. So I a lot of people responded to Gary Barlow being a Muslim last week. That was weird. Lots of racist, bigoted Gary Barlow fans out there. He's no, he's not a Muslim. He's you can edit that out. I'm gonna get fucking cancelled, on I no. He might not be a Muslim, but he's <laughs> a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> I was wondering
2: what you were talking about though. So what's happened to you? Do you know remember what I was saying last week? About
1: Gary Barlow? I was saying Cat Stevens get stranded out in a dinghy. Uh And uh, And then then I was like, imagine if that was Gary Barlow. Right. Fuck, he doesn't even listen to the podcast. What chance have I got if he's (laughs) (laughs) like one person watching that, Mad Cat Stevens fan. Do you know, I don't want to keep talking about Gary Barlow every week, but do you know, like I preferred him when he was fat and depressed. Like at least he was fucking honest. I remember one time he was getting an, an interview, right? And he was like, I was 18 stone and I went to Tenerife with my family and I was sitting in the pool and I smoked a joint and I'm like, uh, is that supposed to be depressed? Sounds fucking brilliant. <laughs> now the cunt stops eating after 2 p.m. I remember reading that. He's like, I don't eat any food after 2 p.m. Mate. Get back back to Tenerife, what mate. What a
2: shite existence that sounds like. My back Gary to Barlow.
1: Tenerife and get a joint, didn't you, Gary?
2: I used to be fat and pay my taxes. I know. Now I'm skinny and a Tory. Aye, <laughs> is <has> a Tory, <laughs> ain't he? Gary Barlow's get the. He's he's. A bit of a, I don't know, like a a microcosm for human existence because and take that right. He was a talent. He wrote the songs. He made the money. Yeah. But he wanted to be the skinny one as well and wanted to be the good looking one and couldn't accept the fact that he was was he was basically a chubby songwriter. I
1: know. Plus he wasn't even that chubby, I know, man. I would take that right now. Honestly, I would take
2: a fat Gary Barlow right now. Still peaking after 2pm, mate, you'll be all right. Nah, my fuck.
1: I'd rather wing it my boxing training's gone well i'm feeling good um i'm feeling better a lot of people got in touch talking about mental health stuff which was nice even though i'm trying my hardest not to turn this into a, a mental health podcast but do you know what see if it gets me paid i'm like fuck it it's a mental health podcast let's all go up to the camp season and get where arseholes it. um that's a cult you know how I says. uh Jehovah's Witnesses. I would rather be a Jehovah's Witness than the Coldwater fairy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'd rather be a Scientologist than the Wim Hof breathing
1: Aye fucking right. Because Tom Cruise is brand new. I mean, I know he's like they're a bit wacky, but Tom Cruise seems alright. Do you see he ate two curries in Birmingham? No. Um he was doing the Mission Impossible film and they were they must have been filming it. Down in Birmingham, and he went to a local Indian, and he munched two curries, and he was stoning outside. Um Like basically, the owners of the restaurant were like Tom Cruise ate two curries, <laughs> and Tom Cruise is just standing there like that. Bet you, Gary Barlow can eat two
2: curries back in the day. <laughs> Maybe before two p.m., he munch two <laughs> curries, but fucking hell, man! Tom Cruise is like he they're like beyond famous guys like tom cruise it's like can you imagine what it would be like to even try and live a day at him
1: oh it'd be fucking brutal he'd have i've heard these get uh, panic alarms there you go man you can't even eat two curries without getting judged do you know what i mean can't even just chill out and be a fat cunt for one night without a restaurant saying here mate can we take a picture of you (laughs) And put it after you've had two curries and all, you'd be bust, wouldn't you? He did look like he was in a carb coma. He was just like that. But that brings me to the fact that literally anybody could be famous in Glasgow. I don't know if you've uh, noticed that, but if you walk through Glasgow City Centre, there is some strange characters. Like I was thinking, I hate to say this, right? I think I'm famous, right? But within a half a mile radius of my house. That's his right. famous armor, as armor, And, uh... But, like, see the buskers in Glasgow? I'm trying my hardest not to be offensive here, right? But it's weird because... I don't know if you've seen some of them, right? But you could literally stone in the middle of Glasgow City Centre, right? With a spoon and just do that. Yeah! Na 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 na, and get somebody to put some rave music on or something. You'd be like, that with two <laughs> sets of spoons? Uh, I'm a dancing spoon guy." No, if that was anybody el- anywhere else in the world, right, they'd do that. That cunt needs help. But see, in Glasgow, oh look, it's a dancing spoon guy that <laughs> does the raving. Oh, that's lovely, is it? And I'm thinking, I can't even get an addition. And that cunt is probably earning a weekly wage.
2: <laughs> who are you talking about? Mad Leo? No, Leo's raven. all right. <laughs> <laughs> the mad guy with the dancing bins or something? Like that's that. exactly okay. who I'm talking about. D- I, d- I don't know what to name him, man. He's but... like, bins for, like, a drum kit. Like, aye. Like, aye. I said this to my missus, like, we were walking down Buchanan Street a couple weeks ago, and it was basically a wee guy with a karaoke machine. And I was like, like, that's not really... Is that busking? Like, just... Sh- turning up with a mic and a fucking speaker and singing near the top of a backing track. I don't know, man. Like, I don't don't know. It's like the quality of buskers went right down. Do you remember my Jimi Hendrix guy back in the day? He was everywhere. Played a Fender Strat. He was a good guitar player. He was a good busker. Now there's a woman that sits on Sucky Hole Street and literally just hits the guitar and sings at the top. She's not even playing notes. she get glasses? Mm -hmm. I know who you're talking mm, about. She's annoying as fuck, mate. Only, I've got I've get vendettas against some buskers because I worked into them for so long. There's a the mad guy that plays fucking Hank Marvin. Who's he, Hank Marvin again? The he, the Shadows. Right, aye. So he plays that fucking Apache. See that? Ah. He plays that. Three songs he plays, running a Circle. God, he's
1: been doing that for years. Aye,
2: that guy, right? So he sits and plays the same three or four songs on a loop and see when you're in a show try to sell fucking mobile phones and your, your your soul's, like, dying in front of your eyes, like, actually seeping out your fucking ears. That would be soul-destroying.
1: I know Leo. I, I feel like I need to say Leo's a good guy. Aye, ah, yeah, he
2: a good guy. Um, Do Leo you remember right? the city centre jester? Guy used to walk about with the jester's hat, like, no. pure neon, no. like, rave stuff. Matt, Glasgow
1: city centre has changed, mate. I don't know if you've been through recently.
2: Mate, I, I stay there.
1: Aye. Aye, it's like, really, it's like, um... So basically, I went through to Glasgow city centre for the first time a couple of weeks ago in two years and within the space of two minutes I seen racism, uh, a homophobic attack and a random homeless person just walked up to a guy and done (coughs) that. And I'm standing there eating a fucking falafel thinking, wow, this place has went down now. Where's the guy with the spoons? Any music playing or nothing. Literally, I could just ston at a set of traffic lights and then that. Uh, 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 uh. Everybody'd be like, Is that Bobby Fiscal squad. <laughs> what the fuck has happened to Bobby? I'd be like, Oh, the comedy clubs are shut. I've lost all my hair. I've put five stone on. I'm homeless. Can you give me some money? They fucking wouldn't give me money, I know, because they'd be like, hey, He's on the telly, he's a prick. Get two spoons. Oh, that ain't Glasgow. People make Glasgow. Um aye. So I'm gonna go through a list of what I've done, what I've done, and just talk shit. shit. I'm just trying to be funny. <laughs> that sounded really pathetic here, didn't <laughs> it?
2: Please tell me I'm funny. No. <laughs> I could translate some of your insecurities into Hi,
1: <laughs> like aye, darn, you need medication, you fucked <laughs> two seconds, I'll take a drink of my I don't know if I said this last week but because I've been feeling stressed and kind of down and stuff I've been trying to do things to make my myself feel better, start taking vitamins again and just wee daft things like even just drinking more water, better sleep. But what I did was I went for a colonic about maybe six weeks ago and I've been for a colonic before to the point that um, I used to talk about it in my stand-up set, and then we made it as a sketch in Scott Squad. Uh, but I went there recently, and a colonic is amazing, by the way. It is quite uncomfortable. You basically sit, you take your pants off, right? I, I don't wear pants, I'm saying. If you wear pants, I wear boxers, right? Pants makes it weirder than it?
2: Aye. So I get the vision of the mad blue eye front used to wear when you're a wee boy. Somebody talks about pants. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you take them off. you can leave your socks on, you curl up on a ball and the nurse specialist puts like a tube up your ass, and about fucking 20 gallons of water goes up your stomach and it cleans you out and it makes you feel amazing. I remember the first time I got it, I had a hangover and it completely... <laughs> I don't know why I'm staring right into your eyes as I'm saying that. Mm. I had a hangover. I had a gig the night before and I get steaming. And I went in. I was still half jaked and it completely sobered me up. And it was mental. But this time it's like, uh, there's no way you can, you know, dance around it. It's uncomfortable. So I've not spoken to anybody in two years. And then all of a sudden you're curled up in like gurney with your arsehole exposed and this nurse is like so nice and so kind and so understanding but she's like we need to inspect your arse before we put the tube i don't know why i'm still staring right into your eyes as i'm saying that but we need to inspect your arse i mean she never says arse but she says
2: you know your hole
1: <laughs> we need to inspect your fart box. Before before we stick a set up, alright, cash in hand is that alright? But there's this, but I don't know if this makes me sound like an absolute beast. But she's like, we need to, ins- I need to inspect it. We need to inspect it. Like there's a team of them. We need to inspect your arse before we put the tube up, and she kind of gels it and then sticks a finger up your arse to see. I don't know if you've got something wrong with your asshole basically but she's like oh this is the really uncomfortable part i'm so sorry that i need to do this this is really bad and i'm like that feels fucking brilliant you actually. Say, did you come <laughs> i was like can you book me in the morning <laughs> can she i do day 10 in i wonder, a row? Why,
2: I wonder why i'm gonna google that why are they doing that either she's either they're doing it for a reason or she fancied you
1: well, it was amazing. Who needs therapy? Who needs cold water therapy? Never mind therapy. Just need a finger trick. Aye. Oh, so I am gonna. I'm not gonna tell her. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you where it was because uh, Mad Scott Squad fans will be turning up. Bobby, get a finger up his ass. Can you put a finger up, my ass? I so it's like £60 for a colonic, you can get a vitamin jag as well, which reminds me, uh, a viewer, I don't want this to be a mental health, are you googling 40s of colonics? No,
2: I put in why do they check your prostate before a colonic and it's for inflammation in your prostate because the tube could basically like hurt your prostate, oh, really? Aye and it goes up the butt, but what I was thinking about is is that any time I drink, mate, I've got diarrhoea, that tube, that finger would have went up and I would have shadowed away or fucking Aye. on.
1: Aye. It's weird. See, when she, she basically sticks a finger up your arse past the knuckle with a glove on and warm lube, but, you know, as you're doing that, she's like, so, um, I've never really watched Scott Squad before, can I get it on iPlayer? I'm like, oh! I think it's on YouTube. Can come back tomorrow? they with cold water, but because I'm into cold water therapy. I like all these cunts go up to the waterfalls. I like cold water therapy. Shot up my arsehole. <laughs> we got a lot of hate last week, by the way. What are you talking about? I get cold water therapy all the time. It's brilliant. I mean, I've not got any teeth and my hair's all fucked and my back's all fucked to fucking, but you know what? It makes me feel good. No, you need a doctor, mate. <laughs> <laughs> go to a hospital, mate, and get a checkup. You look like Quasimodo, uh, mate.
2: Please, please do that.
1: Imagine walking your dog up the camps, he's right, and you look down and you see just a Quasimodo looking cunt. I don't need to go to the doctor. I think you need to go to the doctor. <laughs> fucking. I, I'm slagging people that they called water therapy when I get a tube up, Mars. So. Yeah, it swings and roundabouts, doesn't it? That's what life's all about.
2: Can Gary Barlow get a it? <laughs> he's 100%. Mate, He's he does it no to cleanse or anything, mate. He gets a tube put up his ass because he loves it, man. <laughs> <laughs> that might be homophobic. I'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, do
1: you know how I said uh, Cat Stevens when he gets stranded out in the dinghy? This is for last week's listeners, um, all four of you. When Cat Stevens get stranded out in the dinghy, he prayed to God to save him, and if he saved him, he would give his life to God. Now, if that was me, I'd be like, God, if you save me, I'll give you my life, and then if he saved me, I'd do that. Kidding on. Kidding on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you'd done that, but well. <laughs> get on, God. Oh, well. This whole podcast is just me talking about my father and slagging Gary Barlow. There we go. Cold water therapy. Um, mm-hmm. How come one of these cunts have no died yet? The cold water therapy people?
2: Fuck knows. Shallow water.
1: Do you know I think it's something really funny about it? I just, I mean obviously I it works, up. and I know it works, and cold showers cold are so good for you, right? <laughs> I remember watching a video, right? And it was like an old woman jumping off the the tap the of the campsite. right? He'd first into the fucking waterfall, she, never, she wasn't even wearing, like, shorts or anything. She looked like she was wearing a dress. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening, man? Like, I can't believe somebody's not died yet.
2: Me neither, actually. But, I mean, like you say, man, it must work in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. I mean, the cold showers, it does work for people. I've done it myself. I just don't go on about it. I
1: know.
2: It's like, it's like, cunts that go to the gym, they're posting about it constantly, why are they doing it? To show off Aye. it's no the benefit of like that that's almost like a sort of secondary thing i think mm-hmm. the be- what a lot of these guys that when you see them is the, they climb these monroes to take a photo and put it on their instagram so it's about showing off to other people So it's not for their benefit it's for yeah. other people's benefit so that's kind of pointless isn't it? i think that's why
1: it annoys me because i don't exactly disagree with it i love i i know how good it is but I, it's like the people that go to the gym and stuff. You're just like, honey, oh, shut the fuck up. Um.
2: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more.
1: quite comically as well um i mean i've been quite vocal and open about what's happened to me during this lockdown <clears throat> essentially I lost everything i've spoke about my mental health and all that type of stuff so i'd be like i've put on eight stone and i feel suicidal i've felt so sui- i've no felt suicidal since i've been 18 now i'm 34. can i believe i'm back to that dark stage of my life Never, ever thought I would get there. You know, I'm sober. I think about drinking. I think about maybe drugs. I'm in a dark, dark, horrible place. And then somebody will do that. So when's your next gig? <laughs> you back there in the stand-up? <laughs> like what? Do you know, the Kevin, you know Kevin Bridges is at the stand? You could do a gig with him. You're like, no, nah, I'm not... Like, Nodda, fuck off. Eh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank fuck my man and my dad don't watch this either because I'm just going to slaughter them uh, every time I do a podcast. Nothing really has... uh, I've got nothing really to say about them. Last week they get slaughtered a wee bit. Mm.
2: Uh, I just bring them into it. What's your Moz favourite Glasgow Moz saying? Like my says, uh, fuck it's all one. You could be talking about like... Aye mom, listen. I see George Floyd to get murdered to these cops. That's why BLM She's like, it's all one. Like, no mum, it's not <laughs> all
1: one. <laughs> see, Mama, this is a moment, Mama's <coughs> more mental than your ma. Cause she wouldn't even know what you meant by that. Like, <laughs> she mama, right. I love her, right? She's my best pal. She's funny as fuck. If she knew how to walk to a stage for the back room of a comedy club without phone, she could do stand up comedy. But <laughs> aye. unintentionally funny, is it? Aye, right. And she she does things to embarrass me as well, but she doesn't even realise that I don't get embarrassed anymore. So I could be in the town or like walking down the street, and she could wait until I'm walking like I'm like a hundred yards away. And then she'll just shout, like, just make like she used to shout, like, "Give the guy a banana." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Right. So obviously she's seen a film or something. I really hope to God she's seen a <laughs> she's film, seen right? Something with <laughs> <laughs> Either that, or she's like riddled with dementia. Sorry, that is a horrible dementia joke. Can we keep that in? Aye, fuck it. Aye, I'm sorry. I didn't even mean to offend anybody, but it's my ma. And i'm like give the guy a banana i used to walk to school she used to scream that and obviously it used to really embarrass me remember one time in all right she you know how you can go into house of fraser and all these shops and get free uh free perfume like a
2: free scoosh aye, aye aye samples
1: aye so she'd be like, like at any point in my life she's like let's go in and get some smellys. No, at some points I, I, I've i done well, like with Scott Squad and stand up mm-hmm. and stuff. And I'm like, let me just buy it. And she's like, ah, no, no, we've got to go in and get worse So, what I mean, this is like well before uh, COVID. I went in one day and she's like, <laughs> but that's the thing. She's fucking squishing them off. So she ends up smelling <laughs> like shit. It's not even like. <laughs>
2: nice <laughs> she just takes them off to like squish them fucking off jason's technical dream coat of fucking perfumes <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like every perfume absolutely stinking like for fuck's sake
1: so she grabbed this uh, bottle once for a shelf i'm sorry man, if you watch this and she thought it was perfume and it wasn't perfume it was cream so she's like Ah, oh her fucking <laughs> her hair at our face with cream I'm like ah man that's face cream you mad bastard and it's not even it wasn't even a free sample either I <laughs> also okay. remember when we were going up a, we went to I can't remember what happened but it was a set of escalators and she fucking went up the wrong escalators <laughs> my you're off you're not so that's where I get my my sense of humour for. I'd like to think that's where I get my sense of humour for. people for Twitter mate think otherwise i always get grief especially when i talk about football i always get grief on twitter
2: All Right, fuck that man it's the worst
1: i said the other night uh celtic fan was complaining about the atmosphere in celtic park sometimes the fans can be a wee bit ungrateful which i agree with at times but i've also been vocal in saying that when i was younger I used to support Rangers
2: and I did very brave. You admit that,
1: aye, right up until I was like nine or something.
2: Oh, right, aye. So you're a wee boy, aye, that's right? Okay, a wee guy. Uh-huh. Basically, it's when Rangers were winning, winning. Aye, and was that was that. I know multiple people that that's the case that family Celtic fans are now Celtic fans. And when they were really young, aye. because they had met some of Rangers fans, because Rangers were pretty much dominating football, they're like, Well, I want to like the winners exactly and there's no bullshit attached you just like the,
1: f- the better team and that's it mm-hmm. which I don't agree with uh, disagree with by the way but so I said that about Park Heed and the fans being a bit um ungrateful, ungrateful. and this guy pip- pip- piped in and he was like uh, did you know you used to support Rangers I was like uh, aye until I was nine he's like we know who you are <laughs> <laughs> we're watching what did like, he mean you know? I do like here first of all Danny McGrain was a Rangers fan wasn't he
2: aye Protestant uh, anyway for sure Kenny Kenny Jock Steen. yep
1: like who gives a fuck aye can Bobby Fiscott Scott Squad no be in that bracket but what did he mean we know who you are aye I was like shut up you fucking dick let me have an aye. opinion man
2: you a fucking turncoat I know My best mate when I was a wee boy growing up was a Rangers fan and I'll advisedly went to Ibrox for an Aberdeen Rangers game and was just like, I can't deal with this man. I I don't know, I've heard a few people say this, but there is a a genuine toxic atmosphere at Ibrox and when you go to Celtic Park, it's no there. It kind of feels fun, like being there, do you know what I mean?
1: Aye. I mean, I don't want to go into that too much. Because I don't want to get done in.
2: You know who you are.
1: <laughs> but I have noticed, I mean, obviously, both sides are mental. But I have True. noticed that Celtic fans on Twitter are mental as well. I get a lot of grief for Celtic fans, mate. Oh, this best fans in the world, shite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. You've got to get grief for I that? know. Sitting in Park and I could turn around and a guy's just like that, wee spoons, <laughs> Monacellic! I'm like, i fucking seen you in the tin busking, you cunt! Um, this is not going to be like a radio show, I know. Fucking how shite is radio?
2: Mate, I've not listened to radio since I was... I mean, if I'm in an Uber, i But it just... No, it's just music that plays on repeat, I, but... Like, when I... A wee boy, I used to listen to Scotty McClure. Remember him? What was I can't even remember that radio station, it was something today with Scotland, but it wasn't a BBC affiliated. But Tiger Tim, Ray, Clyde Wan, see, other than that, that was when it was good. Aye, George Bowie, um, and even then, the Super Scoreboard was good back then, but I've not listened to actual commercial radio for about phew, 20 years, man. Got to be at least 20 years.
1: Aye, I mean, I'm slagging at the noon a couple of weeks, I'll probably be like, hi, everyone. <laughs> It's Darren Connell, <laughs> and welcome to Glasgow FM. What's <laughs> happening on the show today? A um, couple of quick questions for you. Um, macaroni and cheese. You ever have brown sauce or tomato sauce with it? This is the actual banter these cunts come away with um, I, You know, I've been eating macaroni and cheese since I've been four years old, and, you know, I've never had it plain. I've always had it with sauce. Text in today and let us all know what kind of sauce you have your mac and cheese with and you're like mate you're on 60 grand a year To talk about what kind of sauce you put on your mac and cheese
2: Aye mate they're running out of ideals for (laughs) fucking sure man
1: Or see when they hit away with banter and me and the guys we were playing a game of golf day, and Thomas and he ate a banana and he didn't put the peel in the bin, and then Stephen slipped on the peel. It was like we were in a cartoon, an actual Disney cartoon in the middle. Anyway, guys, back to mac and cheese. Oh. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about Glasgow Buskers. we we'll go with Thomas the Spoon Dancer. Kidding on. Remember the Deef Buskers?
2: Aye, Is man. that an appropriate Heart- saying death? No. No, it's fact. Aye. Aye. Hearing no, sorry, <laughs> they
1: weren't deaf, they were blind. I think they might
2: have been both. Maybe. No, <laughs> how could a deaf person play keyboard? May I? Aye, aye. It was a... They were definitely a, blind, though. It was, a, it was a husband and wife, wasn't Yes. It? Mm-hmm. And I remember they were good.
1: Them, they were
2: good. Uh-huh. I know, I remember them well, mate. I remember them very well. Um, I think there was accusations that they, they weren't actually playing that it was, like, the backing track, like a programmed backing track a castle keyboard. But um, I'm pretty sure that one of my mates who is a music teacher, like, stood in <laughs> when he was at uni was like, no, they're playing. hundred percent guy, like, confirmed that they could play the keyboard.
1: Oh, my God. Aye, because I remember um, they had a team of people, like, that used to sit, uh, I suppose, like, sit run so nobody would steal money off them. And the, they had the bucket with the chain attached to it and stuff because a few people tried to
2: grab Wait, the bucket. that, the bucket, man. Aye. Would he
1: make her like the blind guys Blind cunts, that... you need to edit that out or no? <laughs> you can't really just mean? say blind cunts. <laughs> do you see the blind cunts in the tune singing, man? Fucking brilliant. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: like... it's people were like, oh, that big cunt. Well, I suppose. I don't, do. don't know. But um, would he make her like these guys that you see? i seen... One time I was in Amsterdam and I seen a guy and then three weeks later I was in Glasgow and he was in Glasgow, so there's definitely like a sort of travelling busker, but he was uh, he was like fire, whatever, wow. like fire breathing, but then they've got the magicians and that, would he make it like that sort of, no busking, but like street performing? I think uh, street
1: performance, it doesn't work in Glasgow, it just doesn't work in Glasgow man, uh, it's haunted here the streets are haunted <laughs> honestly see if you're a busker just get out of glasgow edinburgh's all right edinburgh fringe and stuff but see when uh you've got like because some of these guys are actually and girls are in the circus like proper street right. artists like the real deal they come through they travel all in the world they come to glasgow and they're like we need a volunteer can anyone come here Come on, come in and join. And it's just like, I'll do it. And you're like, I've gave half for of my
2: life. <laughs> it's always the most mental cunts that <laughs> stop as well. It's like some cunt that's just wanting a pal stops I... for this magician. And he's like, pure, pick a card. And they're just like, like you're saying they're like, pure, Cheers, mate.
1: Yes. So where did you buy CD cards? Have you always had the cards? When did you buy them? you're like, mate, just going to pick a card. No, the hang eyes before I pick it. Um Or I feel so sorry for buskers as well, cause like anytime time uh, they do an amazing song, one of these mad cunts will just be like, ah, ah, ah,
2: ah, 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 ah.
1: Stealing
2: like... their thunder. <laughs> a wee performative dance in front of them.
1: And then after it they're like, ah, uh, like they're a gladiator or something, are you not entertained? <laughs> to wave a silence? The busker's like, ah, I just want to pay a bull the night, mate.
2: Um... Demanding half of the take. keeps <laughs> off your money. I like a really shite
1: agent. Another thing that I've noticed um, that really grinds my gears is people that tag themselves into hospitals on Facebook. How come it's them that never die?
2: <laughs> huh? Well, maybe Facebook saves them. <laughs> Have you ever met anybody that's ever tagged themselves and then died? Never. Well, that means that it's the tag that did it, mate. But,
1: uh, how, how good would it be? No, fact, that wouldn't it be good? That'd be shite. What? How good would it be if somebody that... Basically, what I'm trying to say is I want them to die. I'm not educated enough to string that into a sentence. But the attention seekers that tag themselves into hospitals, I want them to die.
2: Uh, it would be really nice if they tagged themselves <laughs> and then some. <something. laughs> Family member commented underneath Pure. Unfortunately, they're deeds. Do you know what's actually been freaking me out? We can take this out or leave it in, whatever. <laughs> See the last sort of wee while a few of my Twitter followers have passed away. And I'm finding it quite creepy that yeah. they're still kinda like a digital Stream of consciousness that sort of follows me, and that's gonna be weird. What are they gonna do in like twenty years when somebody's got like two hundred fifty follow, two hundred fifty thousand followers, and they're still selling like getting ads? And I'm an influencer, but like one hundred fifty thousand of these canceled deeds thats mad, isn't that? What we're gonna do when that happens? Like, what
1: the fuck? What? Well, there, there would be thousands of people online that are dead like I, i've had that as well like no recently i've no i've done that recently see so if obviously somebody that you would know that dies is devastating but i get a year and then they get unfriended
2: <laughs> for fuck's sake
1: you're fucking right they get unfriended i know that they would not they, they'll they, not be like my posts <laughs> they understand <laughs> uh, but i that is quite creepy <laughs> Oh, just did now get him to fuck. Uh,
2: it was just, I think it was one in particular where they were like, it was kind of a nice sort of tweet, but it was like, this is the family of John or whatever, just to let you know that unfortunately John passed away. And I was like, kind of, oh, that's fucking shite. But then I noticed that the guy followed me and I mm. followed him and I was thinking, this is creepy, man. This is weird. Like, this guy's forever going to follow me. He's not even got the chance. I could do a shite tweet. <laughs> he's not going to get the chance to unfollow me because he's, he's fucking. And that's his purgatory it's my twitter feet.
1: hi imagine like obviously people that pass away but some people that know that they're dying have always get like lovely last tweets but imagine if your last tweet was a pure shiter like had i just had toast and cheese there while watching the sopranos oh what man that was your last tweet <laughs> ever Or I was like, went for a colonic, the nurse had a finger up my fart box and to be honest with you, it was all right. Then the son, the Daily Record, they're saying, Bobby for Scott Squad, fart box, tweet. (laughs) Maybe that's what killed me. (laughs) Addicted to colonics. How did he die?
2: I don't know. And see, to be honest, I'm happy he asked that because see, when I see, like, public such and such has died, that is my first thought. And I think that's everybody's first thought. Aye. But then when you go into the comments and you realize that Nadie's got the balls to ask the question, you just sort of gee up and that you're like, but wait, they have this morbid, uh, well, you know, no speak for everybody, but there's two A's in this room that's 100% that's the first thing I think. It's like, I wonder Aye. how they died. Aye. It's a strange one. It's never and... like
1: he choked on a grape. It's always like, guys, uh, I'm not even going to say that. <laughs> but you, you know what I'm gonna say. I don't know. It's always horrific. <laughs> <laughs> so, Imagine if you choked on a grape and that's how you died. God would be like, what the fuck are you doing here, man?
2: Sending you back. Get <laughs> fucking back. <laughs> Tell them I get knocked
1: in. I'm never gonna live this and in... I don't even know what I'm saying. Um I had a follower last week. I was talking about my mental health they were saying what do you do to have a good mental health day or how do you treat yourself when you're having a bad mental health day and again I don't want to talk I don't want to make this into a mental health podcast, it isn't but because you asked the question I'll answer it so on a good mental health day I like to take nootropics vitamins Set them beside my bed.
2: What in your tropics do you take? Ginkgo Bio. Right, aye. Mm-hmm.
1: And I've got lots of kind of mushroom ones as well. Like, aye, lions
2: lions, main. And I,
1: mm-hmm. so it's like a mixture of them, all illegal and you, uh, illegal, uh, legal and you can get them off Amazon. Mm-hmm. So I just take a couple of them in the morning where, like, when I was proper in the zone, like, lying in my bed in the morning, wake up, grab them take them with a litre of water and before my feet have hit the carpet I feel like I've done something productive. I would also take magnesium and zinc before bed because supposedly that helps you sleep better. High strength vitamin D. I'm like the fucking car crash version of Joe Rogan here and that's a good mental health days but bad mental health days I just eat Pringles and rip the fucking lid off it. So (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's so easy to say you know guys walk to the top of the mountain take a deep breath drink lots of water but we're all fucked nobody wants to do that mm-hmm. I, I'll literally just rip the lid off it and watch it's always sunny in Philadelphia and then I put on that much weight I get to the point that I think my heart's gonna explode I think I should go for a walk <laughs> maybe have a shower the day and then build it up from there you know what I mean Right, guys. We're going to keep it short and sweet. I know a lot of people don't have much time uh, these days, so short and sweet is what it's all about. Um, you are, if you enjoy the show, I'm going to start doing one a week. It would be appreciated. Appreciated. It would be appreciated if you could share it, even amongst pals and WhatsApp groups and stuff. And I do buy me a coffee. All that money goes towards this uh, venue hire. I just made a poster, so it's not like, you know, I'm Gary Barlow and I don't pay my taxes. Uh, it literally goes towards, like, buying a bottle of fucking soda water and the venue hire. So thank you to everybody that's bought a coffee so far. If you can't afford it, then that's cool. Uh I think that's all I've got to say, mate. Have you got anything to add? No, mate. Not at all. Was that alright?
2: Hi, mate. Funny. Enjoyed it.
1: I enjoyed that as well. Episode two, uh Great White Whale.
2: Superb.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.